0: Um, So I think that having a larger budget would obviously make things easier and make things better, but I think they can only do so much. And we can see that in departments, that they don't have a whole lot of money, but they have a great culture, they have great support from the city, and they have great volunteers.
1: Enchanted Sky Media. Media, media, media. This is Code 3, the Firefighter's Podcast. Now, here's your host, Scott Orr. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me again here on Code 3. This is the show for and about firefighters. We're informing and entertaining members of the fire service, just like you, from coast to coast. You know, budgets are a lot like the weather. To adapt a famous quote, everybody talks about them, but nobody does anything about them. It's generally assumed that more money would lead to a better fire department. But that's just an assumption. My guest to explain this is Brad Davison. He did a study on budgets at combination departments. Until recently, he was an engineer paramedic in Indianola, Iowa. He's now at the Maplewood Fire Department in Minnesota. Brad has a master's degree in public administration with a concentration in emergency management from American Military University. And Brad Davison joins me now. Welcome to Code 3.
0: Hi, Scott. It's it's great to be here. I've been a loyal follower of yours for a long time, so I'm glad that I can be on your show.
1: I am very glad to hear that. So tell me about your study of challenges facing fire departments.
0: I conducted a study on the Midwest Combination Fire Department as part of my thesis um, from the American Military University, and I wanted to find out what the biggest challenges were facing fire departments in the Midwest. Um, Being a firefighter and being on the line, I could see what I had imagined to be the biggest challenges, but as I continued my career and sought to be a chief officer, I wanted to see what the chiefs, what they saw, and if there was any kind of difference there. So I conducted a research study that was sent out to over 300 fire departments across the Midwest, and I asked them various different questions, but basically I asked them, what do you think are the biggest challenges in your department? and and rank them from one to three of the challenges that you identified, which do you think are the most influential to your department? And we had a great response back, and overwhelmingly, the chiefs in the Midwest uh, reported that budgets were their biggest challenge. And I imagine that that's probably a national uh, trend as well. But at least from the combination departments that we found in the Midwest, almost 80% said that budgets was by far their was a challenge and was their biggest challenge.
1: Now, did that come as a surprise to you?
0: It does not. It does not. Um, as being a firefighter, I can also see uh, the budget limitations and the thing, everything that comes from that. And looking into it a little bit more, kind of doing some research behind the scenes, i can I can definitely understand why budgets would be such a big a big limiting factor. We can see that pretty much everything is gonna come back to the budget. You can only do so much um as a fire department, even as a volunteer department where money is not as big of a as big of a hindrance, it still makes a huge impact and so it it was not surprising to me to see that, but it was kind of interesting after looking through different research studies to see how much of an effect the budget would play out on a fire department.
1: Is there something unique about combination departments that make budgets a bigger problem for them than, say, all paid or volunteer?
0: Yeah, I think uh, a combination department definitely presents its own challenges for sure. Having both career and volunteers, it presents its own own challenges. Um, As far as budget, um i think having both career and volunteers um having to um kind of figure out that mix and continuing to not perpetuate a a difference in the culture between the paid and the volunteers i think makes a huge difference so yeah i would say there's definitely a a big a, a big difference unfortunately the fire service is lacking quite a bit in the research that has been conducted Um, So, creating and following out this study was was rather challenging, in fact, that there wasn't a lot of previous research that could go back and be analyzed. So, a lot of the research that I would have to analyze would come from either old studies or studies that were done in other public safety uh, realms. And so, a lot of the stuff that, that I had to come up with was either standardized or Um, came from um, previous studies that were looking at different challenges but also kind of address some of the the same issues. So moving forward, it would be great to have a continued focus and research into the, the fire service.
1: I'll be back with more right after this. On any given day, you are tasked to be your best and power through the worst of times, all at a moment's notice. We know the sacrifices you make each and every day. Your success relies on superior equipment and the best training available. That's why Federal Resources is here to support you, the everyday hero. We are here so you can excel. Discover your success at federalresources.com. Do you have a feel of any sort of why there isn't much research on this topic? It seems like it would be something that would be well covered by now.
0: Yeah, you would think so. You would think so, but I believe as I kind of talked about a little bit in my in my thesis that the fire service has traditionally been kind of a blue collar type of profession. Up until the last 30 years or so, there wasn't a lot of kind of academic focus that went into the fire service. And that, that's not to say that there isn't a great deal of intelligence or brilliant people that that are in the fire service, but traditionally a lot of the work in the fire service has been blue collar whereas the military and the police department they've had a little bit of a different focus that while they're still very blue collar and do a lot of difficult hands-on labor, I feel like they've had a lot more kind of academic and research Study that has gone into them. And then, of course, EMS, with it being a medical field. Anytime you have a medical field, you're going to have a lot of research that goes into it. So I think that the fire service is lacking in the research that has been conducted because up until recently, there hasn't been a lot of academic focus on it.
1: Based on what you learned, how would larger budgets make a difference in the performance of these departments?
0: So basically, what I have uh, been able to to find and kind of theorize on my own is that there's a trickle down effect, kind of like in economics there's a trickle down effect, and anytime um, you have more money, obviously you would assume that that would improve things. but my theory is that when there is a larger budget, when there is more resources to be um, spread around that that would trickle down to other problems as well so uh the number one issue that she's found was budget limitations. And then that was followed up by volunteer firefighter recruitment and retention, and then training requirements, as well as several others. But the largest ones were repeated over and over budget limitations, volunteer firefighter recruitment and retention. And I think that with a larger budget, those issues would be addressed, that there could be some type of a retirement plan that could be implemented to uh, incentivize volunteers, um, training could be improved or research could be done by a department on how to um, limit the restriction that is created by training requirements. So I think that there would be a triple down effect that would occur with with a budget that was improved.
1: Do you feel that there is an upper limit of what can be accomplished, in other words, if these departments had all the money in the world, would they have a department that was that good, or is there a limit where the money stops and something else becomes a factor?
0: I think at a certain point, I, at a certain point, I think only money can only do so much. I think at that point, you need great leadership, you need a great culture, and you need great support by the by the city or by the district. Um, so I think that having a larger budget would obviously make things easier and make things better, but I think to a certain point, um, it can only do so much. And we can see that in departments that they don't have a whole lot of money, but they have a great culture, they have great support from the city, and they have great volunteers. This study found that volunteerism is declining across the U.S., and and this is something that we've known about for for quite a while. Um, But that's not saying that that happens in every single volunteer department. I actually have talked to several chiefs that said, you know, I've seen this across the country, but our department is actually really good. We have people that stay two or three times longer than the national average. And I think that goes back to the culture that is created in the department. Uh, And so I think money will definitely help, but I don't think it is the end-all be-all of the solutions. All
1: right, we'll leave it there. Brad Davison, thanks for being on Code 3.
0: Thank you for having me, Scott. It was an honor.
1: And we put some more information on budget issues on our website at code3podcast.com slash budget. Check it out. Now, here comes your trivia question. Name the firefighter who founded Cairns and Brothers Leather Fire Helmet Company. I'll have the answer right after this.
0: Now's your chance to get your hands on Code 3 t-shirts, sweatshirts, and more. Show your support for the podcast that supports firefighters from coast to coast. Just go to Code3Podcast.com and click on the Code 3 store link or go to Code3Podcast.com slash shop and tell the world that you're a Code 3 fan.
1: Here's the trivia answer. The firefighter who founded Cairns and Brothers Leather Fire Helmet Company was Henry Graticap. He was a luggage maker by trade, which I guess explains why he used leather. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll join me then. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, I'll see you later. Code 3 is a production of Enchanted Sky Media. To get in contact with us, visit Code3Podcast.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you should. Don't miss an episode. Find us at the Apple iTunes Store, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.